Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Soul. Today, we share all about fear. Fear that maybe you've experienced that too. In the middle of the night, you all of a sudden you wake up full of fear and it, you have a hard time falling back asleep. Heart and Soul with Caroline. Here I am and my dear friend, Janet. Hello, Janet. Hi, Caroline. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, this is quite a, a, an important topic because we, when we were thinking about what we were going to talk about, um, it, it was something that came up, we felt very much is out there at the moment and impacting a lot of people's lives. And we thought it was important to, to discuss it, to chat about it, but also to share some small little techniques that may help you to cope with that fear. So I think the first question is, what is fear? What does fear mean to you, Caroline? Fear, for me, um, you know, when I was going through my divorce and, and all the money games and I didn't have money for tomorrow and everything, I saw a quote, I can't remember whether it's from Buddha or from any other wise soul. And it says, if you're living in pain, you're living in the past. If you're living in fear, you're living in the future. If you're living in the here and now, all is fine. And somehow that truly helped me because fear is something we expect to happen or expect the worst to happen you know, that kind of fear. And so it's sort of like our imagination going a bit crazy. But of course, sometimes as a mom, you know, when my teenage kids went out, you have a little bit of fear. But again, yeah, that's your imagination. And yeah, there are wonderful ways you can come back into the here and now, into trust. And of course, always ask the universe for help. And what does fear mean for you, Janet? Well, there's sort of like, for me, this sort of feels like there's two parts. Because I, from the head perspective, um, doing the NLP and, and things like that, the neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis, it's often there's... There's the rational fear that comes from having experienced a traumatic event that is then sort of ingrained in like almost your DNA that you're concerned that that is going to happen again. So there's there's that aspect. And then there's the irrational fear, which is more than leads to phobias. And often that's a learned fear. So like maybe from a parent example, um, maybe you've got a parent who can't stand spiders that completely freaks out at spiders because this is a fear quite a few people have and it's normally you've learned that as a child when you've heard a parent going oh it's a spider and you know you've taken that on board so but it's not a fear you've not actually had any traumatic event involving spiders it just is something that you've then taken on board so there's those type of fears and then there's the I think when you go back what fear in some regards is there ingrained in us for our protection and that that is a good fear because that is a protection fear and that goes right back to our early primitive 
survival mode. And that's where they fight and flight. And sometimes the other one is freeze comes in. And that's where if you feel that that feeling of there's impending harm and potential death threat, your body responds. And that's a body response where you'll find like your heart rate goes up, you're pumped with adrenaline, cortisol, bells. there's so much. And that's that fight and flight mode. And that goes back to sort of feeling that, you know, wow, I need to either run away because there's a beast chasing me or I need to fight. Um, So that's where the, uh, you know, flight and fight comes from. And that, but we've still got that on board and that's still part of our, our makeup. And, but the world has changed and there's so much we've taken on board that, as you sort of say, worrying about the future, fear about the future. Um, and I think sort of in the current environment in the world, that is very prevalent. And following, obviously, what has happened with the pandemic, that has triggered a lot more people with what's going on with financial crisis and just the world the way it is at the moment. Um, what, what do you think? I love, I love your explanations and great, grateful. And yeah, it's also that collective fear as an empath. I, I know I sometimes you don't know where the fear is coming from because you weren't even thinking, but all of a sudden you have that fear in, yeah, in your heart, heart palpitation, uh, shivering, feeling sick to your stomach, everything. And that's the collective fear yeah. many of us take on, even for people who feel they are moderately safe or feel good in life. And all of a sudden they, you know, you talk with someone and they see everything gray or, and, and then you sort of pick on that fear. And yeah, and that for fear is sort of sometimes like, um, in German, we also call it like a fist in your tummy, you know, because it just blocks the solar plexus. And then it's just like, and of course, then you feel sick, you can't breathe because it's in the center, you know, it's just underneath your rib cage there. And uh, yeah, it can just compress anything. And then of course, you have to learn to breathe again. So I think sometimes when we're really fear struck out of nowhere you know um just breathe and try to expand your belly because by expanding the belly you can relax that solar plexus because sometimes also people that are fearful they have this chest breath you yeah very shallow shallow very fast and then of course it it gives more cortisol to the body because you're already not breathing relaxed. So sometimes it's like taking a step back. When you're in the middle of fear, wherever it comes from, whether from your thoughts or from, sometimes we, we just feel it in the body, you know, and, uh, and then just breathing deeply, just taking a moment to breathe. And for me, sometimes, especially at night, 
you know, it's, it's dark and you, you have all these thoughts and sometimes it's hard to get out of the, of the fear mode that keeps you so trapped. That's, I think, the tricky thing. It's just sort of like a downward spiral or just like an express elevator down to yeah. horrendous fear. It's when you, I, I learned that in, in yoga, to just close one nostril, you know, and then breathe in through one yeah. and then hold and then breathe out through the other, hold and breathe in that alternate breathing and then you focus and you count also and then I think by the counting you sort of get back in a calmer state and also by breathing in and breathing out through the other nostril you have all that both hemisphere kind of thing going together yeah um yeah for me I learned that sometimes I wake up at night and then I'm full of fear or just, you know, and I don't know where or what from. And for me, I learned it was always when somewhere a volcano exploded or an earthquake, mm -hmm. you know, and then I sort of took on that fear and then I realized that was just the channel. So I could just breathe it through and just release that fear of the world. Have you ever felt fear? I mean, you 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 had life-threatening fear, you know, when <laughs> there was a reason and everything. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I must admit, yes, I have been very known to be fearful of life on many levels. I mean, certainly more recently, leaving what I've considered to be the safety of the Swiss Alps, <laughs> um, where our life there was very safe. We never had to worry about anything. We could go out and leave the door open. It just was amazing. And then moving back to the UK um, was rather, it was like dropped back into something I just had forgotten what it was like. And when it was all just as a pandemic hit. We weren't in our own home. We we had so much going on. And then as well, there was all the fear of that. And as an empath as well, we all felt that that was going on, the fear around the, the COVID. And then it was also for me as well, listening to the news was also what was going on and not feeling safe really not feeling safe and it's you know taken a long time now we're in our own home we've now got a lovely garden and working with you as I said helped me to get through that and it was it was a constant constant fear and obviously then your body's in fear mode you're creating more adrenaline the stress hormone you know it has a big impact on your body and you know I feel for me now having the garden it, because nature is a very healing and therapeutic place and helps to relieve that fear certainly for me that's some, a space for me that I find and I know you do too Caroline um, that being in nature so having the garden and for me now what I like to do is I'm if I'm feeling fearful I mean I might do a meditation just a short one but just to sort of like get myself back into balance because you mentioned there are the chakras and to me it's the root chakra for me was very important to have that sense of security and stability so working on that to clear that 
as part of the the energy clearing process was really important and something I like to do is sometimes I, I like to go outside in my bare feet and just walk on the grass or stand on the grass in the garden to feel that grinding that connection back to earth to mother nature to Gaia and feel that energy then coming back into my body and it just helps me to feel then connected um you know again on a soul level that's really important that you know there's so much going on fear on and media and there's so much right now and it's keeping it into our presence, isn't it? And every time you listen to the news, which I try not to now, and I would suggest if you're an empath like us, Caroline's going the same thing, don't listen. Because all it's just doing is making that worse, creating more and more fear. And we as empaths, and particularly light workers, I think one of our key roles here on the earth in our human experience is to get our vibration back into a good place, our soul back into a good place where we are vibrating a good energy to sort of dissipate that fear. And so we need to be in a good place ourselves. Mm. And Caroline, I know that you you do so much, you know, for yourself, for your, for your clients as well, to get back to that, that sort of, that almost it's like you can step away, protect yourself and do the work on yourself and it has that ripple effect do you agree absolutely it's always a always a lead by example and i mean if we want more peace in the world start within you know if we want less fear start within it all starts with ourselves you know and um yeah so what I usually do when fear strikes, like you, grounding. I mean, especially when I'm maybe a bit nervous, you know, when I have an interview or something, then I always take time in nature to just breathe and come back to myself. It's sort of like an instant release, you know. If I have, I mean, my dog walks in the morning, help me to just come back to myself. So nature absolutely best always and barefoot on on mossy ground is just like oh. and and you can feel it it just sort of goes out of your system and and you feel that instant calm also you can ask archangel michael to help you cut the cords because it's sort of like fear is sort of like like a web you know and and you can constantly cut them and of course like you said shielding i usually use pink light because it's very loving but you can do it with sort of like that blue like archangel michael blue you know dark blue around you sort of like a shield um um have that around you so fear doesn't have an easy way to go and definitely definitely no more news no more bad things and sometimes it's also people that bring yes. up fear or worry us so much that yeah sometimes it's not a healthy relationship just just be aware of what situations what places what people might just okay. just bring not the nice energy you know sort of bring you back to fear you know and uh, 
Yes, grounding and shielding and what also helps, it's everything that brings you back to your body, like grounding. I often touch my heart, you know, sort of that's my go-to thing. Just yeah. touch your heart and take in a deep breath and just come back to your heart and keep breathing. And just by touching your heart, you're instantly calmer. You're instantly more within yourself yeah. because with fear, you're always out there and it's sort of, bring it back to yourself, to your body. And then I have sort of like a mantra. I am safe right here, right now, you know, sort of not thinking about the bill I have to pay in two, three days, but right here, right now, I am safe. And just in that moment, you know, all we ever have is that moment. And yeah. And also when you're fearful of, maybe your children or family, friends, you can always ask their guardian angel to look after them. That helped me, you know, and my teenagers went out at night and I went to bed before they even came home. I said, so guardian angels, please look after them. And then you can sort of hand it over. It's not me to worry, but it's the guardian angels. I love that. I love that. Yeah, because I call I call mine my air team, (laughs) angel team. (laughs) But you're absolutely right. Is that if when we when we are connected, um, and you have that belief, and certainly between the heart and the soul, when you are at that spiritual level, and you have that whether you think it's angels or whatever you believe it to be the divine um to be able to know that you're not alone that you are supported and know exactly that that you can hand it over and say i i'm worried about this i'm concerned about this i need your love and support or as you say for family members you know it really it really does make it a huge difference really does does. Mm -hmm. yeah and with every kind of problems we have or keep thinking about or worrying about hand it over I I do that before I go to bed or when I fall asleep and then I think like oh this is I said oh dear angels please help me with this bring a solution in my dreams you know because then we are most receptive and yeah sometimes it's things we keep worrying about things we can't change so I think you're also you love the serenity prayer you know and just the first but accept the things you can't change so I think that's sometimes really a wonderful reminder as well some things we can't we can't change like the weather for example you know and so accept things exactly exactly I mean you know there's things that you can change within your own life you can transform and shift yourself which that's exactly the work that we do with our clients we we help and support them and you know to grow in their spiritual path heart and soul um and it's then important that you know, people who then come on board with that, it's raising their vibrational energy and 
yes, you can't change. We cannot change other people. We can't change necessarily what's going on in the world. Some people will be changed, can do that. They become like a warrior, but there's also like a slightly different energy about that. And for us as healers and empaths and light workers, we we want to keep our energy at a certain level, the more healing and energetic frequency that and it does i i firmly believe that enough of us doing this we we will create the difference um in the world and when you go out into the world when you're in a better place it does it does then affect other people you will find that you know you maybe go out and you you know i was in the the shop recently and some lady in a wheelchair couldn't reach something on the shelf and she said oh can you help me and I said yeah not a problem and helped her and, and got you and she was just so pleased that somebody was like helpful and nice and and it you know it wasn't any I mean it was a small thing for me to do but it was nice to feel to help and you know she smiled and that's always good <laughs> um so I think that there's just looking at those little acts of kindness as well that in this world when there's a lot of fear recognize that often some people's behavior because fear is an emotion and it will um change people's behavior is that we have to be understanding to a degree we don't always know what's going on in people's lives and that can trigger them to not be the person that they we know they are so, yeah, it's kind of, we need to, it's us, we need to work on. Mm. And I know a lot of people, and you have the same, when people come, particularly women, when they come, they go, they don't make time for themselves. It's about everybody else. But they don't realise the need to, when they're in a better place, everything becomes more harmonious particularly in like a family house, you know, the kids are aware of energy. Kids are very, very aware of energy, little, even little ones, babies. They, they, they feel the energy in a room and they react on that. So if you've got a calm household, you know, that's, that's good for everybody. Yeah, and you bring that. It's you. You can bring the calm and the peace, stress-free area. It's... Of course, we pick it up as empaths, so we really need to look after ourselves so we're in that good energy. And like you said, it's a complete ripple effect. You know, it's sort of one person smiles and and you can smile at five people and then the five people can smile again. It's like the sun going up, you know, and bringing that sunshine to the world and that light and that love, that heart and that soul and I also know that when we are in fear, we are disconnected to our heart and disconnected to our soul. So anything that can bring us back into our bodies, back to our hearts and our beautiful soul, because essence of love and the essence of soul, they're not that different, but no, that it's, is, it's all that love. Is, it's exactly. And that's, fearless isn't it it's just there's no place for fear if you're in love exactly but then on being human we have to of course realize that each of us are on our own journey and 
as part of humanity, we sometimes fall back into beliefs or into feelings. And again, but once we are aware and recognize that we work then to get out of that. We shift ourselves back out of that. And that's mm-hmm. and that's part of the spiritual journey, the soul journey, the heart, that you learn to recognize that, become aware and going, oh, I'm I'm falling back here. I need to then do this to get back to this part. And it's mm-hmm. is an ongoing process. I mean, we watch, you know, we watch and these people just seem to be everything's perfect and they're just so always aligned kind of doesn't work like that it is a bit of a up and down it is it is and I mean years ago starting my journey and I thought okay now I got on the flow you know it's all good it it takes that and and be gentle and kind with yourself because we're only human and we're here and it's not wrong don't get me wrong. It's not wrong to experience fear and feel fear. And, and all the emotions are here to teach us something. You know, it's such as when we feel fear, then we can say, oh, we are not in the present moment. So we can then find ways, tools like we shared before to come back into the here and now, our heart and soul, and take a deep breath. and start again from there and all our feelings and thoughts are here to truly tell us something like like our body you know when you have pain you rest that part or things like this it's just indicators on where you are and for me it's they're not bad feelings or good feelings they're just feelings it's us who put the label on them but and it's the same with thoughts. So everything can teach us something. And just be aware, gently observe your thoughts and connect with your feelings and see where you're at. And then you can align yourself again with your soul and heart and, and your present moment. Exactly. Exactly. I totally agree with you there, Caroline, that it's always about coming back coming back to who you are Mm -hmm. and and you know we've shared some different ways that you can do that I mean obviously when you work with people you there's a whole lot you've got a whole lot more tools in there um you know I have a few myself you know it's it's and people will work with different things different things will feel right for them and it's just having that one Mm -hmm. thing that just brings you back to feeling that being safe because it's I just feel right now there's as I said you know there's so much going on in the world a lot of us are feeling it a lot of us are being impacted by it it feels that you know there's so much of the the world people were spiraling back down to that fear mode this constant fear and it is being sort of you know it is growing because of what's going on and how the media is is sharing it so it is important for for those step away and come back to yourself mm-hmm. and come back to who you are and heart and soul the essence the truth of you the truth of you is you're here you know we we believe that you know we're here from 
a higher realm, <laughs> come down to have an earth experience. And as part of that, it's a learning, it's almost like a schooling where we have to learn things. And as part of that, then this is our spiritual growth. It so is absolutely perfectly said. And if you have any more questions or questions specific to fears or love to get to know us more or how we work, I mean, we have the links to our pages and, and also our website. So please get in contact with us, leave a comment, anything we love we love to support you on your journey. And I am human. I have fearful thoughts and feelings. So it's all normal. So just take a deep breath and rest. Thank you, everyone. Love and blessings to you all. Thank you. Thank you.